0: Thought leaders, storytellers and griots, sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week.
1: So as part of this feature, we like to go between the pages and look at opinion pieces written by people. We also like to get a deeper understanding of the world that we live in. And what a small, small world it is too. So... Let's go to the small world. As you all know, uh, we've got the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup, taking place in Qatar in uh, the United Arab Emirates in the next couple of weeks. And uh, there's been a lot of debate around it. The debate has been around Qatar and its um, politics. It's also its politics with relations to gender and LGBTQI uh, members and much much more so we thought we'd try and find out a bit more about what's happening what's going on there peter stemmet is a sports presenter on the al jazeera media network he's based in doha peter thanks so much for joining us
0: uh, good morning michelle nice to be with you
1: peter you are um, in based in doha and i imagine that the preparations for the qatar world cup are going full force and probably uh, in its final stages, as they say, it's probably on the um, the snag list right now.
0: Uh, Michelle, I think the best way to describe it uh, would be to say that it's very much like it was in South Africa back in 2010. Uh, and I think that most of us will remember uh, in the years leading up to our tournament, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10, where there was just so much construction taking place and um, it looked at one stage as if uh, it was never going to end, right? But then next thing you know, we had these beautiful stadiums, new roads, bridges, uh, various infrastructure, and and that sort of thing. And that's exactly what what I've seen uh, take place before my very eyes here in Doha.
1: Peter, you are a sports presenter, but you are obviously aware of many of the debates that are happening around Qatar as a venue for the FIFA World Cup how are you reading some of those uh controversies maybe we can call them the challenges etc
0: michelle in my opinion um a lot of it is a lot of it has merit um but i think that a lot of it is also um a witch hunt and uh, the reason i say that is i remember back in uh, the years again leading up to the world cup that we hosted in south africa in 2010 um there were certain outlets who i think were not happy that south africa was going to host the fifa world cup and they maybe felt that their country should should have been hosting instead uh and so what we saw and you'll remember this very well uh in the lead up to our world cup every other week there was a story uh from overseas um that suggested that south africa would not be ready to host the world cup uh, and that you know, I, I'm not going to mention names at this stage. Uh, maybe later, but it, uh, you know that their country would be ready to step in and mm. host the World Cup uh, instead of us. And you know, I'm seeing that here as well. Really? Uh, again, again, elements of jealousy about Qatar hosting the World Cup, uh, and uh, you know, they maybe haven't been as forthright about saying that they would be ready to step in and host the World Cup instead. Uh, but but I I've certainly detected uh, those uh, those same elements.
1: I imagine, though, that there is critique around the LGBTQI process. I read a really interesting, I mean, it was an infographic for Qatar. And actually, uh, at least, you know, in all honesty, at least they did put it out correctly. Um, just stating that if you are uh, unmarried, you may not uh, remain in the same room as your unmarried partner, and there were a whole list of things that they did raise, you know, with issues of alcohol and the like. They are being quite clear, I imagine, around this.
0: Look, uh, it's it's not really an area of of expertise for me. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm a sports journalist and. Uh, you know, I need to be um, very what's, uh, mindful of, of of what I say here, because, again, it's not necessarily my area of expertise. Um, but what I can tell you, Michelle, is that the bottom line is that every country has its own laws. Uh, South Africa is no different. The United Kingdom is no different. The United States is no different. We all have our own laws. Uh, we all have our own customs. We all have our own culture. And in that sense, Qatar is no different. And, you know, the organisers of this World Cup have been very clear uh, in the sense that everybody is welcome to come to the World Cup. Uh, And at the same time, all that they've asked is that people who are coming to the World Cup be respectful of the culture and the customs of this nation. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't think that that that's being unreasonable.
1: And one could make one's own choices based on that. Peter, I do Recall in the last week that there's been some uh, pushback, not with regards to Qatar, but with regards to the countries that will be attending. Um, and and I stand to be correct as to which countries. And I know historically, for example, we've seen with the Olympics where um, Russia was excluded because of the, um, uh, the, the, the 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 what do you call it the dra- the, the the dragging. Um, You'll have to use the term. I'm having a complete brain brain freeze. Sure. Yeah? Uh,
0: No, uh, doping is the correct term. Doping,
1: I know. Sorry, I just couldn't find that word. I was like, what is the word? (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Geez, it's a Sunday morning for me, that's for sure. So uh, there has been some conversations around that. Do you think it's now too late in the game to uh, exclude any countries because of different issues?
0: Yeah, listen again, Michelle, I think that if you look at the history of the FIFA World Cup, there are so many instances where teams have maybe threatened not to come, uh, i.e. boycotting, uh, or there have been, uh, or it's been the other way around, where uh, there's been uh, maybe uncertainty about a particular team attending the World Cup and taking part. Mm. Um, But I will be honest with you. uh, Just certainly in my living memory, I cannot think of a single example of a country that qualified for the FIFA World Cup and then didn't actually take their place at the event. Um, And when I say my living memory, I'm going back as far as USA 94. um, Mm. And based on my knowledge of the history of the tournament, let's say between 1930 and 1990, um, except maybe in those very early days where, it was difficult for countries to to maybe get on a boat and travel to Europe or, or travel to South America or wherever the World Cup was being hosted. Um, I can't think of examples of countries not actually taking their place.
1: There is an interesting thing now taking place uh, in Qatar where they are recruiting people for an all expenses paid trip um, to sing loudly in the opening ceremony and uh, to support with the positive social media content about the tournament and the host nation. And I understand that this is um, an interesting uh, possibility that Dutch fans are going. And, I mean, we're not talking about the Dutch anymore because of our cricket, but nevertheless, let's uh, find out what are they offering?
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, In fact, if anything, um, I'm somewhat jealous that they didn't ask me to be part of that uh, scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there is there's, there's certainly a lot up for grabs, um, you know, if, if you are being approached. Um, look, it's not it's not anything that's unusual. Um, I think it's just a, a product of the age that we live in uh, in 2022 um, and probably as we've seen in the last few years now, uh, social media influences um, that has become its own thing, hasn't it? Um, so people with large followings on on i don't know instagram and tiktok and 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 all these other various platforms um these people have been uh, approached and asked to to promote the event uh, as you say um you know, you know, in a, in a positive manner, uh, and I think that maybe um, for 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 people of a certain generation, and I, I would I would have to include myself uh, in that, um, uh, and I'll let you decide if you want to be included in that or not, <laughs> Michelle. Uh, I think I think that that perhaps just uh, you know maybe a decade or two decades ago, um, it would have been maybe the term brand ambassador is something that we would have been more um, comfortable with or, or more familiar with yeah um, because actually that's maybe, what it we, is.
1: I mean, it's about being an exactly. ambassador to the brand. That it's is not exactly having your own words or your own decisions around it in any kind of a way.
0: Quite quite right. And, and and perhaps maybe a couple of decades before that we would have seen product endorsement from mm. movie stars or pop stars or that sort of thing. So mm. I, I think it's just it's just a case of uh, it being a product of the times that we live in.
1: Peter, are you a betting man?
0: Well, I used to be, um, and I'll tell you two things Um, about, I think it was in 2009, I lost a lot of money on a super rugby match uh, where the the Sharks were, were unbeaten at that stage. And they were playing against the Cheetahs who hadn't won a match at that stage. And I I went big on the Sharks and the Cheetahs won. So that was the last time I betted. Uh, But I can also tell you that betting is actually illegal in Qatar. So uh, I am certainly not a betting man anymore. (laughs) Do
1: you have any thoughts as to who might be in the top two, though, in the finals?
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Funny enough, Michelle, I I did a radio interview also with a a radio station back in South Africa um, earlier in the week. And I was asked a very similar question. And... I think that the defending champions France will be there or thereabouts. Uh, I think Spain will be one of the contenders. Um, I also think that the European teams have dominated the last few yeah. World Cups, and before that, there was parity between the Europeans and the South Americans. And from that perspective, it would be really nice to see Brazil and Argentina do well again. Yeah. Uh, and just because I'm a big Lionel Messi fan, I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Argentina. <laughs>
1: Peter Stemmer, thanks so much for joining us. Sports presenter on Al Jazeera Media Network based in Doha. He's looking at France and Spain, Brazil and Argentina. And uh, what a thing eh? if you were an influencer. Well, I suppose for us, it's kind of different. But uh, if you were an influencer and one of your teams was playing, you might even be able to get support from the Qatar uh, organization. It does feel a little bit like whitewashing the country, but I suppose that's the deal with the FIFA World Cup.